good Sunday morning to you. Um, Sunday, September 27th. Um, we praise God for today. And it's the uh, last Sunday in September. It's the day after <coughs> the, <coughs> the favorite women of God had their women's tea on yesterday. And uh, for those of you who attended or saw it, amen, I know that it was online uh, being streamed. Um, we praise God for it. Praise God that he worked in it and through it. Amen. Um, at a time when it's very hard, right? Um, we still have this COVID-19 <clears throat> and, you know, we have all kinds of things and people are still a little leery of this, that, or the other. Um, but God is still God. And we thank God that he um, allowed the women to go forward with the tea and that the women were blessed. And so on this day after, um, we're thankful and, and we're mindful of the goodness of God. And I pray that on today in your own way, whatever's going on in your life, that you are thankful and mindful of the goodness of God because God is good. Um, I said this morning, amen, that um, it's September 27th. Today is my mom's birthday. Uh, my mom is no longer here with us. Um, having gone on to glory uh, back in 2016, but um, today is her birthday. And so it's always a special day for me, amen. My birthday is about two weeks or so before my mom's birthday, and so... Um, it was always good. September was always a good month. I celebrated my birthday, celebrated my mom's birthday, and uh, on today, just want to celebrate my mom. Amen. So amen. Praise God for amen. that. Um, but on today, man, I want to um, ask you to turn with me to the book of Genesis, chapter 8. And we'll look at a few scriptures there. And we're going to go as God takes us. How many of you know that if you're going to go anywhere, you go as, as God takes you? And so we're going to do that on this morning. And we're going to be in Genesis chapter 8. And I'm going to begin reading at verse number 13 and read down to verse 19. Amen. Genesis chapter 8. I'm reading from the New Living Translation, and it says this. Noah was now 601 years old. On the first day of the new year, ten and a half months after the flood began, the floodwaters had almost dried up from the earth. Noah lifted back the covering of the boat and saw that the surface of the ground was drying. Two more months went by, and at last the earth was dry. Then God said to Noah, leave the boat, all of you, you and your wife and your sons and their wives. Release all the animals, the birds, the livestock, the small animals that scurry along the ground, so they can be fruitful and multiply throughout the earth. So Noah, his wife, and his sons and their wives left the boat. And all of the large and small animals and birds came out of the boat, pair by pair. Amen. Amen. Let's pray this morning. Father, I thank you and I bless you on this morning. Thank you, O oh God, for your goodness in the earth, O oh God. Thank you, God, for your goodness and your graciousness, O oh God, towards the children of men. And Father, on today, we just pray that you will speak now from heaven. Bless us to hear your voice yes. today, O oh God, Amen. in the name of Jesus. Speak a word of life. Speak a word that is on time in our lives, O oh God, right now. And Father God, just continue to lead us and guide us by your Spirit as we humble ourselves before you. Father, I pray blessings upon everyone under the sound of my voice. Father God, may their prayers be answered. May their faith, may their faith be increased. May yes. they be encouraged Thank and strengthened you. in their spirit. And may they find the answers that they need, O oh God, in your presence and in your word. Father God, I ask you now to help me, O oh God. Just fill my heart with your peace. 
Give me of your wisdom. And Father God, may you be glorified through it all. Father, we bless you and we praise you now for what you're going to do and say. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. 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 Um, today I want to talk to you briefly, amen, about the blessing of dry ground. The blessing of dry ground. Um, we were talking here this morning, um, as we were reading here, of uh, the flood. And we know that God had gotten to such a point where he was so angry with man. Because he said, everything that man thinks, all the imaginations of his heart is evil from his childhood. And he said, I'm going to destroy the, you know, I'm going to destroy man. I'm going to destroy every living thing that's on the ground. Um, and I'm going to start over. Because God was so frustrated with the evilness that was in man's heart. And so he told Noah to build an ark, and we know the story. And Noah built the ark, and he put animals in the ark. God caused the animals to come. And, uh, and it rained. Amen, it rained. And the Bible tells us that there was 40 days and 40 nights of rain. And waters came up from the ground, but also the, the, the heavens were opened up, and the rain came down in torrents. 40 days and 40 nights, about a month and a half of rain. And then, as we, if you continue reading in the Bible, you'll see that it says that in, in, uh, in, the, in chapter 8, it talks about, uh, in verse 3, that the floodwaters gradually began to recede from the earth. And that after about 150 days, mm -hmm. um, that the ark came to rest on Mount Ararat. So that's about another five months. And so we got about six and a half months of Noah being in this ark with his wife, his three sons, their wives, and a whole boatload of animals. Amen. Mm -hmm. And he's in here now for about six and a half months. And then it says, after another 40 days, or so about another month and a half, you know, Noah, it says, he opened up the windows of the ark. Uh, and this was after about two months where the water kept receding, and now you can see other mountains. And when he saw the other mountains, now, you know, we're in that period where it's like, you know, eight and a half months and he waited another month and a half and he opened up the windows. That's how he, he's 10 months in this ark. Um, the bottom line is, is that as he, oh, don't forget as well, there came a time when he let the, the, the dove out of the boat, right, <laughs> to see if there was dry ground. And the dove went out, came back in couldn't find any place to land. And so Moses, Moses, Noah waited another seven days, let the dove out again, uh, came back in. Uh, and this time he had an olive branch in his mouth. But it comes to be that Noah and his family were in this boat for about a year. Mm -hmm. Because Noah was 600 when he went into the ark with his family. And verse 13 tells us he was now 601 years old on the first day of the new year. So he was in this, in this ark with his family, with these animals, for about a year. And it says in verse 13 that the floodwaters after a year had almost dried up. And he lifted up the covering so that he could look out of the boat and he saw that the surface of the ground was drying. It wasn't dry yet, but it was drying. Yes. And then two more months went by and it says, and at last, in verse 14, the earth was dry. Mm -hmm. And it was only at that point that God said to Noah, leave the boat. And think about Noah in this boat for a year and he saw all this great water 
But he saw it recede. He's on the mountain. Then he sees other mountains. He releases the bird. Bird can't find dry land. He releases the bird again. The bird comes back with an olive branch in his mouth. Release the bird again. Bird don't come back. At that point, he may think, it's, time, it's good for me now to get out of this boat. I can get out. And he looks and he sees that the, drown, the ground is drying. And he may say, well, now I can leave the boat. But he didn't. Mm -hmm. He waited two more months after being in this ark for a year with his family, with all these animals. A year, 12 months. He waited two more months and God at that point released him. God comes to him and says, leave the boat. Right. If God would have waited three months, four months, five months, or six months, Noah would have stayed in the boat. Again, God remembered Noah. God chose Noah because Noah of all the men was righteous on the earth. I believe Noah would have stayed in that boat until God finally released him. <laughs> yeah. And that's something for us that is a, a, a lesson that we need to take. That, that things may seem as if they're better. And it may seem like now is the time when you can move forward in your career or move forward in your personal life or move forward in your ministry or on your job. The ground could be drying, mm -hmm. but it still might not be time for you to leave the boat. Mm -hmm. It may not be time for you to go out there because the ground is not dry. There's a blessing in, in dry ground. You see, because if, if, if Noah and his family would have left too early, the ground seemed to be dry. Maybe there was no water on the surface of the ground. But that doesn't mean that the ground was not saturated with water. Right. Have you ever stepped on a lawn after a, a heavy downpour? There may not be any water on the surface of the lawn. But if you step on that lawn, you could hear the squishing of water under your feet. And if it rained particularly hard, it may be a bunch of mud and your, your feet could sink into that mud. Yes, yes. It could be a miserable thing. I remember years and years ago, my wife and I were invited to a picnic uh, that a co-worker and his family were hosting. <laughs> yeah. And we drove miles and miles to this picnic and I don't recall if it rained that day before we got there, but it had been raining in the days leading up to it. And, you know, he lived in this place where he had a lot of land. And so when people came, it was like, just park over there. He had a lake on his property and everything. And it was like, park over there you know, by the lake. And it's just land. It wasn't gravel. It was just land, right? G growth, grass, dirt, you know, that kind of thing. But with all the rain that had happened, we started to drive over there and our car got stuck in the mud. There was no water on the surface. In fact, as we were driving, we thought we were good. And we started to spin a little bit, thought, okay, now, then we spun a little bit more. Um, next thing you know, we were just spinning our wheels. You ever hear that phrase, just spinning your wheels? Your wheels are spinning, but you're not going anywhere. We were just spinning our wheels, and we were stuck in the mud. Yeah. So much so that some of the other guests had to come, yeah. and they had to push our car out of the mud. And we had to, and they put us on drier ground. And I recall as we were driving home, we felt our car like bumping as we were driving. And what it was, it was clumps of mud that were in the treads of our tires. And it took days for that stuff to come out. I mention that because it let, just lets you know that being in mud, being on ground that's dry
dry because it's saturated with water can lead to a mess. It can Jesus. lead to you getting stuck. It can yes. lead to you yes. simply spinning your wheels, doing a whole lot of things, but not going anywhere. Yeah. It seems dry, but it was drying. It wasn't quite dry. And so if Noah and his family would have come out of the ark, when it seemed, you know, after a year when things were drying, he, he may have found once he got out there and it's too late because now he lets the animals out and, and now all the animals are out there and they're, you know, they're getting stuck in the mud and, 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 and they're miserable and Noah and his family are miserable because they can't walk and they're dirty and they're filthy and they can't till the ground. They can't grow crops in the ground because it's just a muddy mess. Yes, yes. So thank God that Noah, even though he looked and, and, and the flood was over, glory to God. The water had, had receded, glory to God for that. But it still wasn't time for him to leave. And Noah stayed. And it says, two more months went by. Yes. After a year, two more months, 60 more days yes. went by. And at last, the earth was dry. And God said to Noah, leave the boat, you and your wife. And we know that, that, that God started over. There was a new beginning with mankind, with Noah and his family. If he'd have left that boat too soon, who knows what would have happened. But it was a new beginning, right? We get that, that you know, eight is the number of new beginnings because there were eight people in this boat. Right? Noah, his wife, did three sons and their wives. And this story of new beginnings takes place in Genesis chapter 8. Right, So yeah. 8 is the number of new beginnings. And we thank God, but it took place on, on, on dry ground. And, and see, there's a difference between that dry and, and, and muddy ground. You see, Noah now was able to go out on this dry ground. It was solid ground. It was solid footing. And it was on that basis that now he can go forward with a confidence into this new beginning that God had yeah. for him, yeah. his family, and for mankind. And this is, is, is reminiscent of, of, uh, of, in Exodus chapter 14, right? When the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. We know that, that after they were released from... from uh, Egypt by Pharaoh. Pharaoh and his chariots came chasing after them again. Mm -hmm. And they were at the Red Sea. But God, you know, got in between the children of Israel and the enemy. How many of you know mm -hmm. Egypt is representative of the enemy yeah. of our soul? Mm -hmm. How many of you are glad that God is in between you and the enemy? Amen. Amen? The blood of Jesus, amen. Satan don't want to come anywhere near. It makes him tremble, amen. God, is, yes. he stands between and he protects us from, from the enemy. And so God was between his people and, and, and the Egyptians. And, you know, one night it says that uh, in verse 19 of Exodus 14, it says that the angel of God, who had been leading the people of Israel, moved to the rear of the camp. And the pillar of cloud also moved from the front and stood behind them. And the cloud settled between the Egyptian and Israelites' camp. As darkness fell, the cloud turned to fire, lighting up the night. But the Egyptians and, Israel, and the Israelites did not approach each other all night. Mm -hmm. And then in verse 21, it says, Moses raised his hand over the sea, and the Lord opened up a path through the water with a strong east wind. The wind blew all that night. Doing what? Turning the seabed into dry land. Mm -hmm. See, God had to dry out that wet ground, right? It's one thing for the walls of water to go up, yes. but it still would have been mud on the seabed. And God says, I'm not going to have my people, just like with Noah, you're not going to be walking in mud. I don't want you getting stuck in mud. I don't want you spinning your wheels. Mm -hmm. And so 
all night the east wind was blowing and it turned the seabed into dry land. Verse 22, so when the people walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground with walls of water on each side. So they walked through on dry ground. They had firm footing, right? Mm -hmm. And we know that when the Egyptians came chasing after them, after the people of, of God were on the other side, God made those walls come crashing down on the Egyptians. But in verse 29, it says, but the people of Israel had walked through the middle of the sea on dry ground. And see, so, so we see there's a blessing in dry ground, right? God, God started over, a new beginning mm -hmm. on dry ground. God worked a miraculous deliverance on dry ground, right? You know, later on, we see dry ground as well. And it's really interesting, um, uh, when the people, because this is here where they crossed the Red Sea, but we saw the same thing when it was time for Joshua to lead the people across the Jordan into the Promised Land. Mm -hmm. The priests went into the Jordan, and when they stepped into the Jordan, same thing. The water the, parted, and the ground was dry. And now the people of God were able to cross out of the wilderness into the promised land on what? On dry ground. And so we see God blessing his people on dry ground, starting over on dry ground, delivering from enemies on dry ground, bringing his people into their promise on dry ground. Mm -hmm. and, and yet, you know, when we think sometimes of dry ground, we don't think that that ground is worth much, right? We don't want dry ground. We want fertile soil, yes. right? We want rich soil. We want, you know, soil that's moist and, and has nutrients in it and all these things, right? Dry ground is not very appealing many times. Mm -hmm. But there's such a blessing in dry ground. And, and as we're seeing here, whether it's with new beginnings or it's, it's, it's with miraculous deliverance or it's with God bringing his people into his promise, we see that there's a blessing on dry ground. Mm -hmm. But I want to take this a little bit further and, and look at Isaiah chapter 53. Isaiah 53, we know, even before we get there, that this is the chapter on the Messiah, right? We know Isaiah 53, verse 5, for example, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Glory to God for that. Amen. I just had to read that. I just wanted to read that one right there. We're not even talking about that today, but amen. That, amen. That's just some good reading in our ears right there. Amen. But, uh, but Isaiah 53 is talking about the coming Messiah. Yeah. It's prophetic, right? It's prophetic. And let's look at Isaiah 53, beginning at verse 1, where it says, Who hath believed our report? And to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Mm -hmm. See, this is one of the amazing things about our Messiah, our Lord, our Savior, Jesus. The Bible says there's nothing special about him <laughs> in terms of his appearance. Right. Glory mm -hmm. to God in heaven. In terms of his appearance. See, because... You know, God does things differently, right? Yes, he does. The Bible says man looks on the outward appearance, but God does what? God looks at the heart. God goes inside. The word of God is quick and powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, 
piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and joint and marrow. It gets to the heart of the matter. Yeah. God, God is not concerned with the surface. Yeah. Which is why, for example, when Noah looks out and sees that the surface of the ground is dry, God knows it's not time for you to come out yet. Because it's not about the surface. And how many of us, amen, because the Bible tells us that's how man operates. We're still operating on the surface. Yeah. We operate on the surface of our relationships. We operate on the surface of, of people. We, we show people our surface. You know, when, when, you know, we do all these things and praise God for how we can communicate with one another through internet and through social media and all that. But, but I was talking, I, I don't know what it was. I think I was talking to my wife earlier this week and saying social media is where we show people our best self or what we want them to think is our best self. We're just showing them the surface, <laughs> right? See, we deal in the surface so many times, right? We, we trust people based on some, 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 some evidence of trustworthiness that's just on the surface. Yeah. And then we find out that their intentions really weren't what it appeared to be because we didn't take time to go deeper and, and, or we didn't wait, right? So that we can go beneath the surface because it's really many times beneath the surface is where you find the real deal, yeah. where you find out what's really going on. It's beneath the surface. On the surface of the sky, there was a cloud the size of a man's hand. Didn't yes. seem like much, but beneath the surface, beyond that, the clouds in heaven were black and yes. filled with rain and lightning and thunder, and the drought was about to end. Yes. So, so, so the surface of things don't always reveal the truth of the thing. And so Jesus, on the surface, wasn't much. <laughs> Wasn't much. What's the scripture say? The scripture says, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Nothing to him. We're going to take a second look. Right? Wow. We're going to take a second look. Jesus will walk by and you just look. Right? Saul walked by. He was tall. Wow, look how tall Saul is. <laughs> David walked by. He was handsome. Ooh, look at David. He fine, ain't he? Jesus walked by and he just kept on going. There was nothing to him on the surface, right? Yeah. This is our Messiah. And so he comes and people are expecting him to come in a certain way. He should look a certain way. And he should come wow. bringing political and social upheaval to free the people from Roman oppression. That's what they're expecting at the time. And so when he comes, they don't pay him any money. But here's the thing about it. It says that Jesus in verse 2, that he shall grow up before him. Before who? Before God. He shall grow up before God as a tender plant. Yeah. Not, yes. not a majestic tree. <laughs> a tender plant. You see how Jesus comes? He's not a majestic tree. Wow. He's not a strong oak or a cedar of Lebanon. He's a tender plant. He's a little scrawny fella. A little, a little scrawny plant. Uh, he's tender, which means he's fragile. Don't, don't handle it too rough. You may destroy it. It's a tender plant. It's, it's susceptible to being trampled underfoot. Yes. It's a tender plant. He's growing up a tender plant. You gotta love God. God uses the simple things of the world to confound the wise. Amen? Yes, yes, he does. He, he's a tender plan. He's not much of anything. And when we look at him, we don't even want to look at him twice. But he grows up before him as a tender plan. And then, and then it goes on to say in Isaiah 53, verse 2, watch this, and as a root out of a dry ground. So he grows up as a tender plant and he grows up as a root out of what? Dry, dry ground. See, that's why you know there's a blessing in dry ground. Why? Because Jesus grew up as a root out of dry ground. And, and, and we can take that to me. See, Jesus, Jesus doesn't need 
the fertile soil. He doesn't need the lush greenery. He doesn't need mineral rich ground in order to show up and to grow up. Yes. Amen. And see, there's a blessing in dry ground. And see, some of us right now, you've been in a period of your life where nothing is going on. And you feel things are just dry. There's nothing going on. And see, in our minds, we think that's a bad thing. But I want you to know there's a blessing in dry yes. ground. Because Jesus shows up and grows up in dry places. See, that's the wonder of God. Amen. That he, see, God lets you know, see, Jesus, I, I'm going to grow up. I don't need, it's not about my environment. Glory to God in heaven. It's not about my environment. It's not about yes. the soil condition. Yes. It's not about whether the land is arid or dry or stony or this. Hey, but what about on good ground and all that? Yeah, that's the sower sowing the seed and the seed is the word of God. But I want you to know that, the, that our God can grow anywhere. Amen. And even here, the root comes out of what? Dry ground. Yes. It comes out of dry ground. And when it comes up, it doesn't even come up that much. It's a little scrawny <laughs> yeah. shrub. A little tender shrub that if you're not careful, you could step on it. And it can seem like it's going to be destroyed. But looks are deceiving. Amen. Yeah. Looks are deceiving. And so... I want you to know that, that, that if you're in a place where you feel a dryness in your spirit and a dryness in your soul, don't despair because, see, our Bible tells us that Jesus can grow and, and, and come out of dry ground. And so it, when, when, when we're going through those, those paces or, or that, those seasons in life where things just seem dry, you may be closer to seeing Jesus show up in your life than you think. Mm -hmm. It's not all the time where people who seem to be flowing and growing and moving and shaking, really, you say, well, God must be with them. See, we have to know better than that by now, amen? We amen. have to know that, 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 that it's, not about, it's not about all the numbers and all this. It's not about the earthquake, the wind, and the fire. Yes. It's about the amen. still small voice, amen? And so it's not about, oh, I got 10,000 people. I got 3,000 people. I got it's not about that. Yes. See, because God is not always in the numbers. He's not always on the things that on the surface seem to Suggest, yes. amen. Success seem to suggest power, seem to suggest anointing. The anointing of God shows up in dry places, amen. Mm -hmm. amen. And so, here we see Jesus, this tender root, the majesty and power of God in a generic package, amen. You don't look like much. He didn't look like much on earth, and even as Isaiah was describing him, he just a, a scrawny little plant in dry ground. Don't look like much. You ever stop to admire a weed? <laughs> no. Right? But we we would stop to acknowledge and admire beautiful flowers. Yeah. That's right? True. Growing in a beautiful environment, but you walk by a dry, arid place, and you see little shrubs coming up. You don't go out, look at that shrub, look at that. Nothing to it. <laughs> but God often will show up in generic packages. And, and, and see, it doesn't seem like much, but behind the plain packaging, glory to God, <clears throat> beneath the ordinary surface, deep within the common Run-of-the-mill appearance lies the awesomeness of God. And see, someone right now, you don't seem like much, but on the inside, you know God's working on you, and you might have a level of frustration about it, but don't worry, amen? Don't worry. See, see, God's going to show up in your dry ground. God's going to show up and demonstrate what he's doing in your life. May not seem like much right now. Right? May not seem like much, but you just gotta wait. Right? And think and when you think about it, think about how Noah waited and the blessing of waiting. Yes. Right? 
Because see, right now, your, dry, your ground could be drying. Mm -hmm. But it's not dry yet. And you're wondering, why won't God let me step out in ministry? Why won't God let me step out and start my own business? Why won't God let me do this or let me do that? Because perhaps your ground is drying and the root, glory to God, came out of not drying ground, dry ground. Mm. I want Jesus, amen, to show up in my life. You want Jesus to show up in your life. And I know we want to be just, you know, that fruitful and, and all these things. But you got to understand, God can do that anywhere. Yeah. Amen. You know, we're talking about waiting. And, you know, I, I, I remember when, you know, I was at my job and I wanted to leave. Not because the job was bad. I just had a, I just wanted to leave. And uh, you know, I was like five years into the job. Job was nice, job was paying well. I just wanted to do something else. And I knew I wanted to leave, but I didn't. And I didn't leave, and I've told this to other people, so this is not the first time I'm saying this. I did not leave until God released me. Yep. And you know when he released me? <laughs> Five years after I was ready to go. <laughs> God in heaven. I guess my ground must have been drying <laughs> during that time. Amen. <laughs> but see, but 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 with the ground drying, I'm now able to go forward on a firm foundation and a firm footing. I don't have to be slipping around and slopping around in the mud. I don't have to be getting dirty. I don't have to get stuck in the mud and have my wheels spinning and get yeah. off. Right? I was able to go out there, right, walking with a blessed assurance, right, that God had prepared my way for me. Yeah. Glory to God. Mm -hmm. Amen. And, and 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 the thing is, is that is that in that dry ground, see. I see Jesus, and I saw Jesus, and I knew it was, that's why when I left, I didn't leave, and my wife would tell you, and thank God she had, you know, she, you know, had confidence in me, because she said, okay, <laughs> you want to leave a good paying job, <laughs> no matter you want to start a business, okay, I'm with you, right? <laughs> When she said that, that meant the world to me. And now I'm going out because I didn't have no business plan. Mm -hmm. I didn't draw no fancy business plan. My wife would tell you, we ain't had no whole bunch of money nope. stocked away in the bank. I would walk them by faith. We were walking by faith. Amen. Mm -hmm. Not by sight. But why was I able to do that with confidence? Because I've been released by God. Mm -hmm. See, see, I believe Noah was able to come out of that boat. Because he was released by God. Mm -hmm. And when he came out of that thing, he walked with a blessed assurance and a confidence that can come from no place else. Yes. yes. Right? And so, so sometimes you got to wait. And so if you're in that situation, maybe God is drying your ground. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But as your ground dries, don't, don't, don't sit back and be, well, let me put it positively. As your ground is drying, Scan the ground. Mm -hmm. Look to see what's going on. See, too many of us don't look enough, amen? God wants us looking. God wants us to be attentive. God wants us, he wants our eyes. We, we gotta be active, amen? Yeah. Look and scan the ground, amen? As your ground is drying, as God is preparing you, you know, look and, and, and then see what's going on. But I'm telling you, you might be surprised that you might see something that isn't all that attractive and isn't all that impressive and isn't all that majestic. But see, if you're operating in the spirit, you will see, ha, I see the Lord. Amen. I see the Lord. I see a root coming out of the dry ground. And see, you can be filled with a confidence because you know, oh, there's a blessing in this dry ground because I see, amen, a root coming out of the dry ground. Don't look like much. Most people will just walk by and think it's a little bit of nothing, but you know better, amen? Yeah. And so when people say, you you going to do this, you going to do that? Yes, because you're going to know something. 
God is, I, listen, He. I see my God start new things on dry ground. I see my God work miraculous yes. deliverances yes. on dry ground. I see when Elisha and Elijah cross the Jordan and, and, and Elijah strikes the Jordan twice with his mantle and the ground dries up and they walk over. And then when Elijah goes up and the mantle comes down, Elisha takes that and does the same thing. And yeah. he walks back on dry ground. So you can see ministry starting, ministry continuing, ministry flourishing on dry ground. Yeah. And so you look at all this, you go, listen, listen, uh-uh, yeah, my ground might be dry, but maybe I'm in line for a new beginning. My ground might be dry, but I'm about to be delivered from some mess, yeah. from some enemies, from some haters. My ground might be dry, but God's about to bring me into a new way of servicing and other people and, and ministering in his name. My ground may be dry, but I know something about dry ground. My Jesus, amen, a root out of dry ground. Yes. Glory amen. to God. Amen. So listen, there's a blessing in dry ground. But I want to say something, and we're going to get ready to get out of here, but I want to say something to, to those who, you know, because there's still people who walk around saying things like, you know, I got to get myself together before I give my life mm -hmm. to the Lord. And, and as we're talking about dry ground and fertile ground and lush ground and arid ground and all that, saying that you have to get yourself together is the equivalent of saying you got to get better soil. You got to, you know, you got to be watered and you got to be... Yeah fertile mm -hmm. and you have to you know what I mean like like Jesus because that's the only place that Jesus can take up residence. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. No 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 Jesus comes out of dry ground amen yeah. and so you could be hard right now you could be messed up you could be weed strewn you could be just a junkyard you could be whatever you want but see see Jesus know how to how to thrive in dry ground so you don't have to get yourself together. You don't have to be some well-watered garden that now you can present yourself to the Lord. You can come with your dry, weed-infested self and know this, that Jesus can yet take root in your heart yeah. and spring up in dry ground. Yeah. But see, here's a wonderful thing. We know that when he does, you still are going to be fruitful. And Jesus will water your ground eventually. But my point is, you don't have to try to get it all together now before you come to the Lord. Amen. Amen. But he can come into your dry places, still take up root. Still start showing you fruit in your life. Still showing you the will of God. Still bringing you into the plan that God has for your life. Yes. So that's one thing I want to say, make sure, amen, because there's too many people, amen, and I, I, you know, years and years ago, I was like that, and there's so many people like that, Man, I gotta get myself together first, yeah. before I come to Jesus, no you don't, come with your dry self, come with your unproductive self, come with your unfruitful self, and let, and let, and let the root come out of the dry ground, amen. Jesus can come out of that dry ground, and next thing, he can transform your ground too, amen. But for those, I mean, you've already made Jesus the Lord of your life. But you may be in a place where you're a bit frustrated right now. Because, you know, you know, we, we want to be flourishing, don't we? Yes. We want to be flowing. We want, you know, what we put our hands to to prosper, right? We, we, we want everything we do to triumph. We want to reign in life through Jesus yeah. Christ. We want the promises, right, that, that John says unto us. We want those things. And then... But we go through so many periods where that's not happening. It's the sort of like day after day, same thing, same thing. It seems like same thing, same thing. But see, sometimes, you know, you ever get a little revelation? Like you read the Bible today and you got a little something and you go, okay. Mm -hmm. It don't seem like much. I'm telling you. See, that's, that's the wonder of God. God's power, His majesty, His awesomeness. It's not in some grand displays with fireworks and stuff. Hey, can he do that? Sure. But most of the time, that's not what he's doing. Right? right? Mm -hmm. And we see that. Everything, so many times when we think about what's going on in our life, we need to look in the Bible and see how God presented Jesus to the world. Mm -hmm. How the Father presented him. Yeah. And from the very beginning, he said, 
ain't gonna be much to look at y'all. I'm telling you now, ain't gonna be much. I ain't bring ain't no tree, no majestic, no trees that say, wow, look how big. No, he's gonna be some scrawny little fella coming out of some dry dirt. That's what he's gonna be. Why? Because God wants to know something, amen. He's looking for people who gonna have faith. See, it's easy. You know how many times, even even uh, 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 the man of God, Samuel, thought when it was time to replace Saul, he looked at David's oldest brother and said, oh, look how tall he is. He's the one. And God had told him, no, nah, he's not the one. So even people of God can get caught up in all this stuff. And God is trying to tell us, listen, there's blessing in those dry places. And you may find yourself there, but if you look closely with eyes of faith, you may see a root coming out of the dry ground. And if you do, you should lift up your hands in the sanctuary and bless the Lord. Yes. Because you have just seen evidence and proof that God is with you right where you are yeah. and see when you know that then see maybe you can see you can you can you can wait and you can be patient and and, and you can develop that faith and that confidence i know i'm in the right place i know that i'm doing the right thing i know that god is active in my life and you won't be discouraged because all these things aren't going on all around you because you know something I'm good because the root is coming out of my dry ground. And baby, let me tell you, in a little while, the world going to see God in full display in my yes, life. Because didn't mm -hmm. the world see God in full display when the root came out of the, the dry ground and Jesus came on the scene? The world hasn't been the same since. Amen. And so listen, amen. There's hope. Amen that God is actively working in our lives, amen. Even now, even now, this crazy time that we're in, pandemic and all kinds of things, people looking for answers and all that, and there's a sameness to life, it seems, for a lot of us, and there's a differentness to life and all that. But I'm letting you know, God is letting us know, amen. There's a blessing in dry ground. Amen. And, 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 and maybe things ain't really moving and shaking like you think they should be. But don't get caught up on the surface, amen. Yeah. Know that God is 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 moving in your life. And who knows, just like with Noah, maybe you are closer than you realize to God releasing you. Mm -hmm. Amen. Saying it's time for you to come out the boat. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's time for you to move forward. It's time for you to cross and get away from these enemies who have been vexing you all this time, who won't leave yeah. you alone, who's always chasing behind you. You know, you know, who are the enemies? I don't know. It could be people. It could yeah. be debt. Mm -hmm. Amen. It could be debt been chasing you for years. It could be bad health chasing you for years. It could be low self-esteem chasing you yeah. for years. Mm -hmm. It could be fear chasing you for years. Doubt and unbelief chasing you for years. Unforgiveness. It could be all kinds of things. Always chasing wow. you down. Always trying to do something. God said, you know, I'm, I'm about to drown them folks. I'm about to drown them enemies right there. Amen. Amen. But before I do that, I'm bringing you over on some dry ground. Amen. And as you cross over and drive down, you look close, you're going to see that little fella. You're going to see that little group. <laughs> amen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So listen, so be encouraged, amen? You know, God is, I believe, closer than you think to releasing you and, and, and bringing you to a place where you can flourish, where you can grow, where you can prosper, and where you can do the things that God has ordained for you to do, amen, yeah. amen. Yeah. And so listen, um, praise God for the well-watered garden, but I'm blessing God today for dry ground, amen, amen. Mm -hmm. because I believe that there is, and, and there are new beginnings, new ministries, fresh deliverance, amen. And, and a fresh revelation of Jesus Christ that awaits us amen. on dry ground, amen. 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 Let's pray today. Glory to God in heaven. Father, we bless your name. Yes, Father. And we thank you, God, for the word that yes. is spoken into our hearts and minds. Father, I pray someone's encouraged today. Yes, I pray, Lord, God, that someone who uh, was getting a bit frustrated with life and the sameness of life, oh God, who realized that God, that Noah was in that boat for a long yes, time. Father. Day after day, it just looked the same. There was water all over the place. And then the water went down a little bit, a little bit here, a little bit there. But day by day, it seemed to be the same. But yet you were working, God, and you were drying out the ground so yes. that Noah could have a new beginning. 
Father, I pray that someone will be encouraged that, God, even though things may look the same right now, may they know that you are yet working, that you are working in their lives, oh yes, God. Lord. That, Father, you are making the crooked path straight and the rough path smooth. That, God, that you are drying out that, that wet ground that seems to be uh, dry, but it's not. And you are preparing the way for them to come into the destiny yes, that you Lord. have for them. And Father, as they wait for the ground to dry, Father, give them eyes of faith that they may see the root coming out of the dry ground, yes, that they may Lord. see the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ in their waiting. And Father God, may they be filled with the hope of glory, yes. of your revealed goodness in their lives. Father, I bless you and I thank you for it right now that someone is being encouraged, that someone yes, is being God. strengthened, that someone, oh God, is lifting up their eyes right now to the hills from whence comes their help. Yes, and Father, they are filled with a renewed purpose and a renewed strength as they wait on you. Father, I just thank you for the blessing of dry ground. I thank you for the new beginnings. I thank you for those who are going to be stepping into new ministry. I yes. thank you, oh God, for those who are going to be delivered from the enemy of their soul. I thank you, oh God, for those who are going to come into living contact with the true and living God, yes. the Lord Jesus himself. And Father, I bless you, oh God, that you're bringing this all to pass on dry ground. So Father, we give you praise and we give you thanks on today. Father, continue to watch over us Lead us and guide us by your spirit. Continue yes, to build Lord. us up in our most holy faith. And Father God, help each one of us encourage the other one. Oh God, pray for them and encourage and, 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 and strengthen, oh God, each other. That God, that we may be well positioned to carry out the will of God yes. at this hour in the earth. Father, we bless you. We love you. We praise you and we glorify you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Praise, Praise the Lord. Lord. Praise God. Amen. For for dry ground. Amen. I, amen. I thank God that um, he's doing things in, in our lives. He's doing things in your life. So continue to be encouraged. Amen. Um, pray for us. Amen. And if you want us to need prayer, send us a, send us a message. Amen. amen. So that we can know to stand with you in faith. Uh, praying for you. Praying with you. And believing with you that God will show up. Amen. Amen. So until next time, you be well. Enjoy uh, the rest of this great Sunday.